Hello and welcome back to the Out of Bounds Podcast, episode 19. So you're probably wondering, why are we getting an episode? This is either probably going to be coming out on a Monday or Tuesday. And so I decided that let's go for three videos each week. I'm going to try this. Hopefully my schedule will allow me to do this, but three episodes each week. Therefore, to give you guys some more content. But this episode that will be coming out on Mondays and Tuesdays, um, it's just going to be about the USFL. And it's not going to be like either Matt and I debating or something like that or talking about the NFL. I will talk about the NFL just a little bit if there's like some NFL news. But I'll save mostly that for the episodes that come out on Wednesday and Saturday. So that is why I am having this video on Monday. So during the USFL season, I want to have a video that comes out either Monday or Tuesday talking about like the power rankings and stuff that's new with the USFL. And yeah, so that is pretty much the lowdown. So today is Sunday. It's actually 11.45 at night, but Eastern time zone. Uh, however... The final USFL game happened from 3... I know it started at 3, I forget how long it ran, so I think it was 4 or maybe 5-something. Uh, yeah, definitely not 4, like 5-something. So, it was the New Orleans Breakers versus the Tampa Bay Bandits, and they start... The Tampa... The New Orleans Breakers started at a 6.5-point underdog, and I saw that during last week, and you all who have seen the previous week's episode uh, were like, you'd rate them number one. And I was like, yeah, they're a good team. They're definitely going to beat the Tampa Bay Bandits, who I had at like five or so. So I was so surprised that they were such an underdog. I mean, I guess it's because Tampa Bay kind of like blew out the Pittsburgh Molars, but still, like... I do not understand why they were that big of an underdog, which is why I bet on New Orleans Breakers, and they returned the favor and got me that win, got me a little extra money. Uh, also, a big reason why I didn't want to do the USFL on Wednesday was because that gives you guys another episode about me talking about the NFL or maybe college football or something else, and uh, I thought that if I just... if Wednesday, if Wednesday's video was always just about the USFL, me like breaking down each week, it'd kind of be like a cop out because that's all I'm talking about. Then it's like one video is on the USFL, one video is on the NFL, but now we'll be doing like two videos on the NFL, one video on the USFL. Uh, but yeah, so that is another big reason why I wanted to do uh, a whole like section just for the USFL. Alright, so. Let's get started with the breakdown. My power rankings didn't change much from last week, but there are a few changes. I had the Philadelphia Stars go up, nor or New Jersey Generals dropped, Tampa Bay Bandits dropped, um, but I believe everything else is the same. So starting at number eight, it's still the Pittsburgh Molars. The QB played better than some of the other QBs in this league. He threw for two touchdowns, but he also threw for two interceptions, which means he's still bad. It's a one-on-one -on -one ratio. It wasn't spectacular. Um, the rushing did okay, but 
again, nothing to write home about, nothing spectacular. Uh, the defense did play well, though, I will give them that. They had one interception, four sacks, two tackles for loss, and three forced fumbles. Looking at it now, I might have to put them higher than this next team that comes in at number seven, which is the Michigan Panthers. Now, going into the season, I thought that the Panthers would have the advantage because most of these coaches in the USFL, I didn't really know who their coaches were. I think a lot of them came from college football or were coordinators in the NFL, but um, Michigan Panthers um, coach is uh, Jeff Fisher, who coached for the Rams and the Titans, and he's like led teams to the playoffs before, which like I was kind of shocked seeing that... Um, he he's not doing too well in the USFL. But, yeah. At number 7, I have the Michigan Panthers. Both the run game and passing game were bad. It, I'll just say it plainly. They were both bad. They almost had a late-game comeback, though. Like, this game, like, went on to the final seconds. That team, like, kept driving down the field in the final drive. And if they got the touchdown, they were going to win the game. Because I believe it was a 10-6 game. All they needed was the touchdown, and it came really close. Uh, the defense was barely there. Um, I ain't going to lie. They had one interception, four tackles for loss, and one forced fumble, which, I mean, is kind of good, but it wasn't spectacular. Like, a lot of these other teams, their defenses are spectacular. Uh, but, like, hearing that it was just one interception... Four tackles for loss, one forced fumble. Like, if you take that to the NFL, it's like, okay, then I guess the defense did play well. But this league is more like a defensive league, I'd like to say. Uh, less offensive-driven, more defensive-driven. Kind of like the NFL years back. Coming in at number six, I got the Tampa Bay Bandits. The QB, what, both of the QBs were both terrible like, I promise you, if you put me in that team, I would have played better. I am not lying, bruh. Both, like, com combined, both of these QBs, no touchdowns, both threw an interception. The one QB had a QBR of 30.3, and the other one had a QBR of 1.7. Like, this QBR goes to 150. One had 30.3, and the other had 1.7. 1.7 QBR. I do not even know what to say to that. Honestly, if anyone in the USFL looking for a quarterback, I'm young. I'm only 21 years old. I got you, bro. I, I, I'm going to the gym two or three times a week. Like, I, I throw some darts. To Matt, I ain't gonna lie. Whenever um, I see him, we play some football. Uh, yeah, call me up. <laughs> um, but yeah, they also combined for 96 passing yards. The run game was okay at best. It wasn't anything spectacular. All the rushers together put up 130 yards. The defense, like, didn't even exist. The defense was non-existent. The defense did terrible. They got... This team got blown up by New Orleans. The defense, ready? I'm going to tell you all the defensive highlights. Two tackles for loss. Yep, that's it. Two tackles for loss. No interceptions, no forced fumbles, no sacks. Nada. None of that. That's it. Just two tackles for loss. 
Like, it was that bad. New Jersey Generals coming in at number five. Um, not great QB play. Both QBs combined for zero touchdowns and an interception and 145 yards. Again, New Jersey Generals. New Jersey's not that far <laughs> from me. I just got to get drive like two, two and a half hours, and I'm there. Uh, so if you need a QB. <laughs> uh, I, although I don't think any of these teams are based in their actual states or cities from where they're from because... They all play down south in the same two stadiums, so I think all of them might be located down south. I could be wrong, though. Uh, the run game was decent, but again, nothing spectacular. The defense was okay. They had two sacks, six tackles for loss, which, again, is really bad, but it wasn't as bad as Tampa Bay. Ugh. Yikes. Ugh, Tampa Bay. I don't even know what to say about that defense. Coming in at number four, I have the Philadelphia Stars. Bye, Philadelphia Stars. Good QB play. Um, he might have been one of the best QBs. Uh, actually, I'm going to say he was the second best QB uh, that that in performance this past weekend. He had three touchdowns, one interception, 110 QBR, uh, almost 300 passing yards. Uh, the run game wasn't that good, though. I can't really comment on them. The defense did play well. They had two interceptions, three sacks, and three tackles for loss. So, yeah, the defense played pretty well. The quarterback, Scott, he played really good. Uh, so, And then we also got at number three now, the Houston Gamblers. The QB play wasn't that good. They had two touchdowns, three interceptions, and 150 yards. Uh, so, yeah, not, not that great. Run game was okay. One player had 93 yards, uh, with 16 attempts, which means he had above 5 yards per attempt, which is pretty good. Um, but also no TDs from the rushing game. The defense played good. They had one interception, one sack, four tackles for loss, uh, two forced fumbles, and they had a touchdown. So... I think this defense played pretty well. Um, the Gamblers, again, the QB play wasn't good with only two touchdowns, three interceptions, and 150 yards. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, coming in at number two, Birmingham Stallions. Uh, QB played well. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, wait a minute. No, that's not right. I believe... Uh, he Yeah, he had an interception. He had one interception, two TDs, one interception, had a great deep ball. I'm going to play it here if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're watching this on Spotify, Apple Mute, Apple Podcasts, Apple, or Google Podcasts, whatever. Uh, he had the spectacular deep ball. If you don't, if you haven't seen it, the game, I'd say, like, go do it. The guy, his receiver was wide open, great deep ball. Uh, Smith was the QB's name. Uh, also, the run game was good. They put up 169 yards and a touchdown. And the defense also played well with three interceptions, two sacks, three tackles for loss, and one pick six. Yeah, the defense played really well. The QB also played really well. I think um, this team is one of the... Well, actually, this next team that I'm about to say, I think is going to win the South. I 
from I know it's only two weeks, but from what I've seen from New Orleans, I think they're the team that's going to win the South. And honestly, I think they could win the championship in the USFL. I am not joking. I think this team played spectacular these past two weeks. Uh, the, Q, the QB played really good. I think he was the best QB this past week. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions, one rushing TD, had a 101 QBR. Um, the run game was okay, uh, but it, it, it was the QB pretty much that had this uh, for the game. Defense played very good. Two interceptions, four sacks, ten tackles, four loss, and yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, both the de I think the defense of New Orleans is really what's the driving force. Like having a good QB is one of the big things that I think is also like good QB, good defense. I think this is the team to watch out for in the USFL. Back to back, I'm ranking them at number one uh, for best team in the USFL. Now uh, these this Monday. Uh, or Tuesday podcast, whichever time this comes out. I may push it to Tuesday because I got a lot of stuff to do Monday. Oh, but I also have a lot to do Tuesday. So maybe I'll just put it out on Monday. Whatever. Uh, so these ones are going to be a much shorter episode because I'm just talking about the USFL. I'm just breaking down. I'm not really going in-depth too much. I'm just like pretty much saying what are the best teams currently in the USFL. So these... Um, beginning of the week videos are going to be very short. Um, I want to keep it like that. Uh, like I said, this is just um, a short little like series that I'll be having while the USFL is playing because I don't think that you guys want one of the videos that comes out because Matt doesn't watch the USFL. He's just an NFL guy. So if I make one video each week just like with me and not him because he's part of the podcast he's a big part of the podcast so yeah i think it'd be wrong of me to just have that be on wednesday so yeah that's gonna be it also talking about some nfl news debo samuel was caught it was at like a party and someone had this sign that said debo was playing will play for the 49ers and then it the someone like point their camera at him and he was like cutting with his hand like nah I'm not playing for the 49ers so that's good news for non-49ers fans because any one of your teams could use a guy like Depot Samuel but uh for the 49ers not good for you because Depot is a spectacular player just like I was about to say just like how this podcast is spectacular but uh I don't want to do too much self-praise, but yeah, uh, USFL teams, if you're looking for a quarterback, I got some experience under my belt. No, I, I, I don't. I don't really have much experience, but I'm in shape, and uh, I know how to throw that pigskin around. <laughs> that's it. That's the, that's the podcast for today, and I'll see you guys on Wednesday. See ya.